this is Susan Blanton with the Create Happy Now podcast, and you are in for a treat. We are featuring 20 interviews starting May 31st, 2023 for 20 weeks, discussing how to strengthen your intuition. And I promise at the end of the 20 interviews, you will have all the tools for a stronger intuition. If you want to experience more enhanced creativity, increased self-knowledge, better decision-making, greater physical health, and improved mental well-being that comes from having a stronger intuition, then keep listening. Last week, Burge Smith Lyons talked about what intuition is and its benefits, so stay tuned every Wednesday as we feature one guest interview from the Intuitive Masters of Happiness Conference held in February of 2023. We had such a great, awesome turnout that we wanted to make available the audio version on the Create Happy Now podcast and YouTube channel. Now, if you want to watch the interviews rather than listen to the audio version, you can download all 20 videos today to have in your own library for $27.95, which is $20 off the VIP access package that was offered back in February. You can go to my website, createhappynow.com and go to the events tab to get your download today. Before I get to my first guest, for those of you who struggle with quieting your mind and want to be able to do it faster and easier and have more happiness, abundance, peace, and purpose and say yes to life every day, I want to remind you that I have a new meditation app coming out this summer that is designed to do just that. I also have a new meditation YouTube channel. Both are called Create Happy Meditations. If you would like to be on a waiting list for the app, go to my website and click on the meditation app tab and sign up today. Meanwhile, like and subscribe to my meditation channel. Today, my next guest is Theo Van Dort. As the executive producer of Time of the Sixth Sun, Theo worked alongside director Nikki Luna Williams to create a visually stunning and thought-provoking film. Theo has over a 30-year background in television, media, and marketing, and Time of the Sixth Sun was a perfect project to continue exploring the power of of positivity. Here is the director's cut getting you down to his juicy wisdom about why it's crucial to strengthen your intuition now. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Teo. I just am thrilled to death. I have watched the Time of the Sixth Sun um, back when it came out, and it was just truly glorious. And I'm so thrilled to have you here today to kind of explain why now is the time to strengthen our intuition? And I hope you might be able to explore that with our listeners today. Sure thing. Thank you so much. Thank you very much for having me as, as one of your guests. And thank you to you for watching and uh, giving up your time for this wonderful project. Thank you. Um, we're in a time of transition. Um, the old earth energies are losing power. And when I talk about it, old energies i'm talking about this is really dense energies and the movie is called the time of the sixth sun because the time of the fifth sun finished in 2012 and based on the mayan prophecy you know everybody thought 2012 was going to be the end of the world That's do you remember right. people were prepping and all sorts of things but that isn't actually the case as we well know the case is that it, the, the the time of the fifth sun was a time of um, it was solar energy. It was uh, it was sort of war. It was very masculine driven, you know, divine masculine driven. And um, it's vertical and it's power. And the solar energy, um, that was the fifth sun, the, the, the fifth age. And now we've moved into the time of the sixth sun, 
um, it's magnetic energy. Uh, it's the moon's energy. And actually, it's, it's the women's energy. So it's the time of the rise of the divine feminine. And and often we get, well, this, you know, the, this masculine feminine debate. But actually, we, we all have both. We all both, you know, we have masculine and feminine energy. And what the elders are saying, it's it's now is the time to be in circle again. And actually, that's uh, that one of the one of the speakers in the movie that talks about that at, at length. And so the the dense energies that we we did, we were having, they they are diminishing. And so they're holding um, they're holding less power over us. And I think sometimes people think that things are getting worse, but what it is is that light is being shown on what's been going on for all this time. All the things that are coming to the surface, and now we're seeing things that need to be fixed. You know, it's been the the banks, the insurance, you know, the human trafficking, all that stuff is now being shown a light on. And we're like, we don't like it. We want That's to right. fix it. That's absolutely right. And, um, and what we should always remember, and again, this, this comes from the elders and it's, it's, it's my feeling as well, well before I got involved with this project, is that we chose to incarnate to be here at this time. And, um, and you know, Jeffrey Hoppy, who I believe is going to be one of the experts on your, on your um, summit on your uh, your program he he channels a an angelic being called tobias well he used to he doesn't anymore but um and he said you know this is the greatest time to be on earth you know and, and we're all here for a reason and some days it really does feel like we're walking in treacle <laughs> and other <laughs> right. days it feels like we're you know we're surfing waves it's it's quite amazing and and it's it's that feeling inside of, you know, oh God, this is hard. And it's how we learn to work through that hard to then get to the other side of it. And I like the surfing analogy because, you know, when something happens to us and when something gets, you know, we get triggered, it's a bit like when you see a surfer, you know, paddling out into the ocean and they're getting hit by the wave after wave that they then have to dive under. Right. And then once they get behind the waves, they can sit in stillness. And they can watch and they can wait for the right for the right wave to come along that they're then going to choose to surf. And I believe our life is like that. I love that analogy. And the old the old 3D paradigm that we're moving out of um, and we're moving into this new 5D paradigm. Um, it's all about letting go of the old and trusting the new um, and and dissolving the illusions of the the programming and the conditioning that we've all been brought up with because really we are the sum of the programming and the conditioning you know yes. the programming of, of the media the programming of our parents the conditioning of our parents you know what they did what their parents did to them and you know ancestrally with our dna lines as well a lot of the stuff that we have to deal with isn't actually ours you know it could it could be your great 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 grandmother several generations back and that's dna has been passed on in your system and so i think trusting in that you know letting go of the old trusting the new and um really this is an important time to sort of get more in touch with our intuitive gifts i i, I believe you just hit the nail on the head as far as letting go of that programming. And I think we also have to make sure that you don't blame that programming because they were doing the best they knew at the time. That's absolutely right. And we, uh, there's a, there's a beautiful moment in, in, in time of the six on in the movie where um, 
there's a one, one of the speakers, Dawn Eagle woman, and she tells a story of how she actually was dying in childbirth. And she went over to the other side and she saw this incredible light and she wasn't sure what that light was. And then she saw her father walking towards her. And it was a shock for her because her father had been paralyzed on earth and he was walking. So it was the first time she'd ever seen him, you know, upright. Wow. And she said, she said, dad, what are, what are, what are all these lights? And he said, do you not know? And he said, he said, these are all your ancestors. He said, you are the living hope of all of your ancestors. And it's fascinating when you actually start to think about our ancestral past behind us. Cause if we, if we have, you know, two parents, a mother and a father, that means we have four um, grandparents, which means we have eight great grandparents, which means we have 16 great, great grandparents. Then it goes to 32, then it goes to 64 and all the way up 128, 256. And if you start adding that up, if your family has been around for 17 generations, you have over a million ancestors. Yes. Yeah, because when you start compounding that maths out, I mean, that's amazing. And if we are the living hope of all of our ancestors, you've got an army of, of good natured people, spirits behind you. And you can call you can call them in, you know, in those moments of, oh, my goodness, what am I going to do? You know, how do I cope with this? You just take a breath, breathe in, breathe out and call in your ancestors. Because actually one of the one of the when I spoke to 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 an amazing um, sort of clairvoyant psychic, I was asking questions about this. And they said they said you'd have to ask them for help. They can't just step in and help you. Mm-hmm. But if you do ask, because that's that's not the agreement. But if you do ask for help, then suddenly you've got this army behind you, and that always really holds me in in a in a safe space, knowing that you've got that. And following our intuition is following their guidance, but you have to be looking for their communication back to you. And if you're not yeah, in that, alignment with it, you're going to miss it. And that is exactly it. And now really, because we're moving from this 3D time into this 5D time, now is the time to master our intuition. Um, and um, I, I think you, you said you said a wonderful thing when we spoke before we did this. You said it's about catapulting your journey into happiness because it really is. If you can get into that intuition and you can, you can follow that, um, th- those signals, you know, your body might give you signals to indicate when your intuition is trying to c- communicate something to you. Um, so you need to pay attention to like the physical sensations, mm-hmm. such as, you know, you might get goosebumps, you know, or your hairs might stand up on it. You, you know, that expression, this hair stood up on my neck, yeah. you get shivers, you get a sudden, sudden sense of, um, warmth or coldness, uh, and then sit with that and try to interpret what they might be telling you. It's, it's, it's something you can do. And the more you do of it, um, the easier it becomes, you know, there are, there are, um, there's, there's, there's different things you can do to take. It's important to take time to reflect on experiences and then consider what your intuition may have been telling you at different points in the past. You know, there's that, that um, film uh, from, from years ago called Sliding Doors. Well, I don't know if you ever saw it, where the uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's, you know, she, she has to choose which, which uh, tube or metro to get on. And then they show what would have happened if she got the, the other one. And it's always that woulda, shoulda, coulda, hindsight's a wonderful thing. And I just believe that the universe is always putting you in the right direction. And sometimes if you're not, uh, if you're not quite happy with the decision you made, well, maybe you needed to learn how not to do that the next time. <laughs> right, right. I think it's really important in order to get to know your intuition and how your body is responding to it, or maybe you listened to it, or maybe you missed it, or 
you you were kind of more following your your brain instead of your intuition and and, and it, it don't beat yourself up for not knowing it i mean it's like le learning something new you know it, everybody's learning um something new at any point in time in your life so you're not an expert right off the get go but one way to get started is to just like write it down write down what you what you want and then if you feel like you got a sign and you took it then write it down and how did it turn out or what what sign did you get that you missed and oh, I should have done that. I knew it. I was going to do this, but then I decided not to. Well, <laughs> so it, it's really, really good. And another tip is like you can, if you're trying to make a decision and you trying to, you know, follow your intuition, you're not quite sure, write all three decisions down and then crumple them up in a piece of paper and then go, okay, I'm going to do the one that I pick. And if you're rooting for, to pick up one of them, then you know, that's what your intuition is leading you towards. Or if yes, you pick one yes. up and go, oh, oh, I didn't want that one. <laughs> it, it's, yeah, and I, I, I use it all I, the time. I take, I, yeah, it's, 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 it's a brilliant process. And, and it's also important to, to, that we learn to be happy with what is and not with how we want it to be. Because often... It's the expectations that we have that cause the most disappointment. And actually, if you can try and live your life with less expectations and just be with what is, the, the, the universal energy tends to flow better anyway. And, th and those sort of things, you know, tend to happen. And, and, you know, when you open yourself up to new experiences, you know, with, with quantum physics, and, I, you know, I, I know nothing about quantum physics, but with, with what I understand about it, you know, the moment we create space in our lives, the moment you create a void, it has to be filled with something else. And if you're in the right mindset, often it's filled with something better than you ever thought could be possible. And how many times have we had things in our life where in that moment you're like, oh my goodness, you know, just how am I going to, how am I going to cope with this? And then you look back with hindsight a year later and think, thank goodness that happened because that happened. That led to me meeting this person or doing this. And, and suddenly this opportunity came in and now it's led me on a completely different path that I never thought I was going to go down. And those moments in your life, they're the moments where you are actually really in, in alignment with that intuition. Absolutely. It's like saying yes more to opportunities you know if someone invites you to hey uh would you like to come over i'm having a, a you know a wine tasting party and you know, i've got these in people coming over and it's going to be a grand time and you're like no i'm just gonna stay home and watch tv no <laughs> get the invite go meet some people maybe someone there is somebody you're supposed to meet for whatever reason you don't know or maybe you'll find out later down the road, but get, you know, take, say yes, say yes to some things, you know? Yeah. Say, say yes to more things, but also be boundary with your nose. Cause that's, mm -hmm. that's, a, that's another thing, you know, from our conditioning, you know, we must be polite. We must be good boy. We must be good girl. And all those things that we taught as we are growing up. And actually the more I'm, the more I'm realizing now that, uh, and I watched this um, Brené Brown thing that said the kindest people have the strongest boundaries. Um, and it actually, if you have strong boundaries with people kindly, it actually makes them feel safer too. I mean, I think I've got a 13 and a 10 year old boy 
and they you know they need boundaries you know yeah. they, they they could be absolute you know reckless pyromaniacs if they if, if i was to let them do it <laughs> but actually <laughs> right. by, giving, by giving them the boundaries and by saying no actually sometimes makes them feel safer because you know if you're one of these parents that just you know says no to everything obviously then they're going to become the sneaky kid but if you're one of these parents that usually says yes to things and then when you say no to it you hold that no and then you explain why you've given them the no suddenly they're like okay and you can see them actually, you can see their physiology relax. They're like, okay, I'm being held here, not just not just purposefully blocked. Well, yes. I mean, I feel like you have to have some core values to stand by when you're saying yes and when you're saying no. So you can automatically have that guidance, but make sure that those values and core beliefs are serving you first. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. It's, it's, uh, and, and, and going back to what you uh, said a few moments ago about, uh, you know, it, it's the brain against the gut, where really the, the two work in alignment. And there is research coming out that says actually our gut is, is a bigger brain than the one we have up here because yes. it allows us to tap into that intuition. And so it's super important to pay attention to it and act on it. And as you said, retrospectively, if you've got a, if you had a gut feeling about something and then you've gone against that gut feeling, think how many times that's actually worked in your favor or not. Because the more you pay attention to it, the more you try and act on those gut feelings over time, it really helps you to build trust in your intuition. Exactly. And, and I just really too want to emphasize, like you said earlier, now is the time to really um, strengthen your intuition. And I wanted to see if you could kind of go into like, what would why is it crucial now and what would happen if they don't really start utilizing this this innate talent that we all have within i think your your question is what will happen if people don't sort of begin to awaken and when when we talk about awakening because the tagline of our movie is to dream ourselves awake um it's it's the fact that if you if you listen to what all the different in, uh, indigenous elders and the wisdom keepers and the thought leaders are saying is that really globally their global perspective and by the way they've got sort of, you know we filmed over a thousand hours of footage in those in those um, 16 countries over the 11 years and you know they, the, the different people the different elders and the different people didn't speak to one another and so what was fascinating was when we put the whole thing together to see that really the, the, the general consensus is that, that, that our thoughts do create our reality. Mm-hmm. And when we're moving into this new earth, um, by the way, which there's a whole chapter in the movie about new earth. So it's fascinating that, 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 that you asked me to, to talk about that. Um, it's, uh, it's the fact that we're moving into, into, a, into a place that's going to be a lot more um, cooperative. So, the, the elders believe that we're going to move away from a sort of a money-based society. And I know at the moment that sounds you know, crazy. How could we do that? But because obviously there will always be money because we'll need to, or you go back to the original version of barter, but it could become more of a gift economy. Um, and there is astonishing technology that is being developed right now. There's some scary technology that's being developed right now, <laughs> but there's some astonishing technology as well. It's incredibly advanced that could be harnessed for the right reasons, like clean energy, for example. You know, the fact that, you know, they reckon within a few years, we will not actually have to be plugged into the grid anymore. 
you know, we will have devices that will literally pull energy down from the ether. So no longer will you need to charge your cell phone. No longer will you need to charge your laptop. You can literally just sit on the beach and it will do it. It'll just literally pull it out of the, uh, out of the atmosphere, which is astonishing that people are even thinking about these things. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and from a spiritual and from a consciousness perspective, um, the new earth, it's, um, it's associated with the idea of this shift in human consciousness. And that's going to bring about this new level of awareness. Uh, and that's what's known as ascension or awakening to this higher dimension. And, it, and it's the movement from this third dimension, this 3D reality that we've, that we've currently been in. Um, and that's characterized really by, as I said earlier, with the, the, the time of the fifth sun, um, which was this solar energy, you know, the, um, the, the, uh, the, the, the war, the you know, very masculine driven, you know, get what we can, take what we can. You know, and if you look at the history of the world and how, you know, the, the people have just gone out and plundered, you know, it, it happened in the United Kingdom because the United Kingdom obviously got invaded by the Romans. And then Mac McCartney is an amazing speaker from the Embercombe Project. He uh, he told us this amazing story because he's researched this in great lengths about the fact that the reason that the UK then went on to go and take, you know, and take America, you know, from the from the indigenous Native Americans and to go to India and to go to Australia. And, you know, they wreaked havoc, havoc across the earth. It was almost because Big Brother, the Roman army, did it to Little Brother, the United Kingdom, wiped out all of their tribes, wiped out all of their, you know, religion and uh, the rest of it. And then years later, what does Younger Brother do once he's been bullied by Bigger Brother? He goes to try it out on somebody else. And that's exactly what's happened. But if you think about that in, in, a, in, a, in a minuscule environment, that's okay. But when you think about the carnage that's been put out across the world, it's, it's, it's terrible, really. And, you know, the hardship that, 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 that a lot of people, especially the indigenous communities, have gone through. So it's characterized by separation. It's characterized by duality. It's driven by ego. And the fifth dimension, um, we, we, we believe, is going to be characterized by, uh, by unity, by oneness, and by a much um, higher state of consciousness. So it really is the time now to, to do it. And you, you ask the question, you know, what would happen if people don't? Well, those of us that, that are on this path, and I would imagine your, your viewer by watching this right now is, is interested in this sort of thing. Actually, it's up to the rest, it's up to us to drag, <laughs> drag everybody else along with us. And I think the events of the last two years have really proven the fact that people are waking up and as you know as terrible as this pandemic has been whatever your views might be on it um it has woken a huge number of people up to the fact that the media is fear driven they literally just fear 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 all day long you turn the tv on you open the newspaper you know you open up a news website it's just fear and it lowers the vibration really lowers the vibration so you know, it's going to sound so tremendous, but I haven't, I haven't, I haven't watched the news in years. I haven't read a newspaper in years because I don't want that in my body. And right. if something, if something huge is happening in the world, you'll read about it on your social right. media I, you know, I, pages because somebody else will be talking anything. about it. Yeah, um, absolutely. And when I saw that, when I saw the, uh, when I saw the uh, the whistleblower that came out from CNN and said that in the middle of in the middle of the pandemic, when the ratings were dropping, they would just stick up the death toll. They just have a ticker across the bottom of the screen the whole time. You know, not this death, another death, another death, another death. What just to get viewer ratings up? It, it, there's a deeper, more sinister purpose to it than this, and and it's and it's not good. And the uh, 
the the other thing is with this with this raising up from where we are to where we want to go we need to look at our shadow sides so we have our, you know we have our outgoing personality and then we also have our shadow side and the shadow side is sort of the duality of our of our ego and it's the bits of us that we potentially don't want other people to know about. It's those we don't want to unleash it either. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. But, but Caroline Carey, one of the speakers in the movie, she says there's gold in the dark. And actually, you know, when you, when you know people that have actually started that journey of, of self-investigation and that journey of uh, self-discovery and actually start to look at those different parts of ourselves that we may not particularly like, but we have to work with because there's yin and yang there's light and dark there's all these different sides of it there's the you know there's the light and there's the shadow then you start to increase your ability to understand it you start to increase your ability to work with it and again it starts to work with your ability to be happy with what is and not with how you want it to be because we all want to be this perfect you know we're brought up to be these perfect humans nobody's perfect we're all rubbish we're all learning how not to do it we all suck at everything the beginning we start when we start something out you said that earlier in the thing and it takes time so with all these things it's just be it's a patient process it's it's definitely a journey of self-love which is kind of hard to face i mean i've been there in self-judging and self-loathing at one point. And it, it was a process to finally accept myself and, and be okay with myself and then love myself. And, and it's not selfish. It's not vain. It, it is necessary. It's necessary so that you can serve others, serve your family, serve your children, um, serve your community. And, and Jeffrey Hockey, again, who, who will be one of your, your guest speakers, uh, he, he channeled, um, uh, he's an astonishing channel. He didn't used to be a channel, and then he, he, he developed this, this ability actually while he was sitting on a plane. He started hearing these voices in his head, and he turned to his wife, Linda, and said, you know, what, what's going on here? And then he realized that he was actually had this astonishing gift that had just opened up to him. And he channels an angelic being called Tobias. And so our, our movie, Time of the Sixth Son, is the first movie ever. We believe that, that, that the story has been channeled by spirit. And, to, and Tobias explains why this is happening right now. And, and, and I think you can actually queue up a clip so we can just play that out quickly. Yes, let's go ahead and watch. Now the ones who have been the elders, the ones who have kept the history of consciousness for humanity, they ring the bells, they beat the drums, they sing the chants, they sound the horns, they line themselves with the crystalline and the electromagnetic and the light energies of Earth itself. They align themselves with the frequencies and the potentials of all of the angelic realms sounding the call. The time is now here on earth. The call to awaken goes deep within every strand of your DNA. Every part of you lights up with the awakening. 
every part of you begins the dance of renewal and rejuvenation. The ancient ones say that we have held the energy for as long as we can. And it is now up to you. The ones who are awakening, the ones who will help to create the new earth. The ones who will expand their consciousness and serve as the standards for all the ones who will come after them. It is time to awaken. It's the youngins that are becoming the guardians of the new earth. So we can. He's, he's. I mean, he's amazing. I love. I just love his deep voice. It's like you just have, you can't you can't help but listen to him. He's such a he's such a beautiful man, and he's been so incredibly supportive of our project with his uh, project, thecrimsoncircle.com. And um, he brought his entire community to Time of the Sixth Son, and he's he's just been instrumental in in the movie's success. So, um, Jeff, if you're watching this, thank you very much, and to Linda from the from the bottom of our hearts. Um, and then in the movie, they talk about the fruit of the rose, and the fruit of the rose is your awakening moment. Um, mm -hmm. it, and it's and 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 Tobias says what you planted in your own consciousness long before you came to Earth a reminder when the time was right that you would awaken and it's that magic moment it's almost like and a lot of people have had this in, in their life where you where suddenly everything that used to be becomes so much less relevant and sort of stepping into this new you this this and, and it can be an event it can be it can be a trauma it can be a trigger it can be something beautiful but it's that moment where you think hold on there's more to life than this there's more to it than, than, than what I've been conditioned to think because we are the sum of our thoughts and, yeah. and that's really, really magical. And if you, can, if you can sit and think back to that moment in your life where, where something changed, it, it, that, it's, it's astonishing. For, for me, it was the first time I, I worked uh, with, with, with plant medicine with a native indigenous tribe. And for me, that was the, you know, in the matrix, they say the red pill, the blue pill. Um, for me, that was that was the red pill moment, and everything changed from the moment that began. And that was back in 2015. And then when I then found out, you know, started working with this movie and everything else, and, and the journey it's led me on since then, it's just been blissfully, you know, fantastic. I'm just, I'm, I feel happy to be doing what I'm doing, and that's such a such a gift, isn't it? It's, um, it's, it's just there's no ceiling to the excitement and fulfillment when you finally get to that point because it feels lighter um your perception of things completely change your your mountains are less steep <laughs> um it it just um things turn out better than you expect of course, you kind of lower your expectations because you want the expectations to be limitless, you know? So if you, it's like, for instance, some people don't charge enough because they've, they could have charged more. Somebody maybe wanted their product and they would have spent more, but you only charged, you know, 200 and they would have paid 300. Well, you know, that's just like when you, you um, don't have expectations uh, with your intuition, if you let it go, then you're going to get 
the 300 or the 400 or more instead of that lower expectation that you had set. Yeah, or you'll attract the people that will want to do that for you rather than the people that won't. Right, exactly. Well, Teo, I think you really uh, opened up everybody's mind to, gosh, we, we better like pay attention and figure this out. Um, and, you know, I want to share that there are so many experts here at the Intuitive Masters of Happiness Conference that are going to help you move into this new sixth sun, right? Um, with the, um, the energies. And I mean, it's like, you know, we, we didn't know what the internet was, what a little over 20 years ago. Right. Um, and, and this is kind of like the new internet <laughs> in a way. Yeah. And yeah. you Except didn't we know how the... it and it doesn't cost anything. <laughs> right. Um, but if you didn't know how to access and, and manage the internet these days, you're, you're kind of at a loss. Yeah. So this is kind of accessing the, the new internet, which is, can be even more powerful, powerful and more accurate actually. Yes. So, yes. So That's I wanted and this, to, and this new earth we're moving into, it's going to be a place where people are going to experience more joy, more love. There'll be more peace. Please let there be more peace, uh, you know, more abundance. And it's almost where the spiritual and the material realms are going to be united. So it'll be a place where people are going to have access to these higher levels of knowledge, higher levels of understanding, greater intuition. And actually what's super exciting is the ability to manifest, uh, you know, your desires with, with, with greater ease. Yes. Quicker and, and boundless. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Well, can you share with the listeners what you've got going and how they can get in touch with you if they would like to explore more with you? Yeah, absolutely. So, so we have this beautiful movie that's accompanied by a, a docu-series. Um, it's 108 minutes long. It's got it's beautiful cinematography. As, you know, as, as we've mentioned, it took us 11 years to make. We filmed it in 16 different countries, interviewed over 80 indigenous um, elders, wisdom keepers, thought leaders. And then we edited it all together. It was a huge, a huge project. It gives it gives people access to people they would not usually have access to in their daily lives. And it's and it's available for free. Um, you just need to go to timeofthesixthsunlaunch.com. But I think you're going to share the, um, the, the the URL. And then you just give us your name and your email address. The reason we want your name and email address is because then it launches every Friday. So on the next Friday, you'll you'll automatically get the access to watch the uh, to watch the movie. And uh, we give the whole thing away for free. But we, we, we do operate a sort of a pay it forward model. And if people would like to contribute, um, then they're able to do so. And as you kindly did, you know, a couple of years ago, and it really helps us because, you know, we have over $4,000 of tech costs every single month. We don't make much money from it. I've not earned a penny from it, from working on it for five years, you know, but it's my a labor of love. So yeah, it really is a labor of love, but I love it. I, I, I do love it. And, um, you know, I have other things that luckily help put food in the fridge, but we've got, we've got costs to pay every single month. And we've got the beautiful people that contributed money in advance to, to allow this project to happen. It's cost us over $900,000. Um, so we've got to, you know, we have to, you have to bring quite a lot back and we would love to be able to give those guys them the money back as well. So they can invest into it, into other projects. So, so that's the movies there. Just go to time of the six register to watch. And then let us know what you think. And the biggest gift for me from doing this is reading the emails from people saying, I felt so alone. 
I felt like I was the black sheep in my town. I felt like nobody else thought like I did. And they realized there's a community of, you know, of, well, a Facebook group's got over 40, uh, sorry, 67,000. No, was it 47,000 people in it? Globally, they all think the same way. And it really is that, that and community. Again, we're going back to the new earth. We're going to move more back into these realms of community. I'm blessed I live in Bali. People in Bali live in community. So when COVID happened, if one person didn't have a job or another person didn't have a job, the community came together to make sure nobody was struggling. I mean, obviously people are still struggling, not like they are when it's a tourist island, but nobody nobody got left behind. Ah, that's so, so wonderful. Well, I am honored and so happy that you were able to join us today and definitely gave us a, a huge piece of, the knowledge we really need to know about why we need to strengthen our intuition. So I thank you and, um, and please reach out to him at the, uh, the time of the sixth sun. I'll give you the URL again and check out the movie. It's just amazing. Thank you so much. And thank you for all your hard work, putting this together to, to, to share with people this uh, happiness conference. Cause Having done this sort of thing before, I think nobody has a clue about the work and the effort that goes into it. You know, the sleepless nights. It's amazing how many nights go into an overnight success. Is <laughs> <laughs> what I remember. And I, and I hope that your conference is, is a wonderful success. So thank you for all you're doing, Susan. Well, thank you so much. Have a beautiful day, everybody. Thank you. Bye now.